1: Down a long and dangerous trail Chose to serve your country And we know you served us well But now you're back and it's our duty To keep you safe and warm Shake your hand and welcome you back home With open arms We're America, your family A land of liberty We're thankful for your sacrifice
2: You'll fight to keep us free. We are America,
1: and we truly do believe. You're the backbone of our nation. Thanks to you, we're living free. We're a quilt of many colors, and we breathe red, white, and blue. We're America, your country, and America.
2: Now, here is Gary Ray with his co-host, Linda Crater.
3: All right. good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network. Today is April 15th, 2014, and uh, that's tax day. So make sure you have your taxes in. Otherwise, put that extension in. I'm your host, Gary Ray, along with my co-host, Linda Crater, President and CEO for VeteranCaregiver.com. Good morning, Linda. How are you?
4: Good morning. Well, that was certainly a cheery start. And we are also experiencing an inch of rain here today. Oh, so that's boy. a double whammy.
3: Yes, definitely. definitely. Well, at least it stops snowing.
4: Yes, yes. it is April. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: We also have Lieutenant Colonel Wilbur B. Forbes, U.S. Army retired. He's the former deputy secretary for the Veterans Administration, Maryland. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Gary
5: and everyone. And uh, Linda, I'm doing this show for my canoe in the backyard.
4: So I have a <laughs> snorkel on myself.
3: <laughs> All right. All right. Hey, this is pretty cool. This is going to be a nice show.
4: It's it's (laughs) going to float right by. (laughs) That's
3: right. (laughs) That's right. You know, at least it's not monsoons. Uh, I remember those days. And I think you do too, Bill. (laughs) sure. Now, people ask me, how is American Heroes Network supporting the military or the Purple Heart? Just so we understand, this is something that has never been done before. The Military Order of the Purple Heart is not endorsing American Heroes bottled water. American Heroes Network is endorsing the Military Order of the Purple Heart by placing their logo on the, on the beverage, on the American Heroes beverage label. By the way, the Military Order of the Purple Heart is the only veteran administration mandated by the uh, United States Congress. This is powerful. Here is the unusual twist. Every bottle of American Heroes Beverage sold automatically generates support for the military or of the Purple Heart. This allows the military of the Purple Heart to concentrate on what they are originally tasked to do since the days that George Washington was President of the United States. It will be on your retailer shelves around July 4th, 2014, so be ready to grab those things off the shelf. Today's show is providing support for homeless and at-risk veterans. Bill, since you already know our guest, why don't you go ahead and introduce him? Yes, Gary, and it is my
5: pleasure to reconnect with my friend Roy Forster and uh, one of the graduates from uh, his program, uh, Stephen Sullivan. Uh, Roy, as I mentioned, is the executive director of the uh, Stand Down House, and he began this effort uh, uh, back in the... uh, uh, 1994, I believe, with his late friend Don Reed, who passed away in 2004. Uh, they started off with the uh, developing the nonprofit of faith, hope, love, and charity. And of course, 1994 opened Stand Down House. In uh, 2000, the year 2000, they moved to provide emergency transitional housing and supportive services covering addiction post-traumatic stress, traumatic brain injury, and many other conditions that they were uh, assisting veterans with. Uh, Standdown down House has served more than 2,000 veterans, providing numerous services uh, in the supportive area uh, to this present time as we speak today. Uh, Roy saw the need to uh, expand services such as uh, community-based outreach programs, including permanent housing and financial assistance. Roy has been recognized both locally in the West Palm Beach area and nationally uh, with outstanding awards uh, from the, uh, uh, the NAACP, and in 2009, he was one of the CNN heroes. I watched that show, and I saw him accept the award. Roy is a missionary and a servant uh, uh, in the uh, veterans community, and I think Roy will tell you himself that he faced the challenges of alcohol and drug addiction for a period of 15 years or more. Roy continues to provide support for homeless, at-risk uh, veterans, and uh as I mentioned, Steve Sullivan is with him, who is a uh, product of his program. There. He's graduated and now is a, an employee uh, at uh, Stand Down House. So, Roy, without further ado, tell us about all the great things that are happening at Stand Down House.
6: Yes, good morning, and it is so <laughs> delightful to hear your voice again.
5: <laughs>
6: <laughs> oh, well, the Stand Down House. Uh, It's pretty much a part of me as um, when I was discharged in 1980 from the Army, I became the typical gypsy, um, wanderer, alcoholic, drug addict. And I was, you know, I was in that typical spiral. Eventually I went into the VA Medical Center in Miami for substance abuse. And I integrated back into the... um, To the community, but what I was challenged with, of course, we all know and we still do remember um, the reception of the Vietnam uh, veterans. Um, I was not in combat, but I was the heir of. And the welcoming and the community based program was horrible. I mean, if you mentioned veteran, the labels that were attached to it was just horrific. Um, We don't want you crazy people in here. Taking all these pills, we don 't want you screaming throughout the house, of course, we don 't want you shooting up there. I mean, it was just a terrible, terrible experience uh, at that particular time. I realized this is unacceptable for for our veterans, those that have put everything on the line, signed to check you know with their blood and the vision was born in my heart at that point in time, but the fact of the matter is, I was nowhere equipped um, to perform that service just starting to become clean myself, so it actually took me about 10 years to to actually open the doors to the standout house, and from that point, I tell you, it has been so gratifying to be able to, one, continue to fellowship with my, my brothers and sisters in arm, and to be able to extend to them a hand up instead of a hand out. To be able to see the pride and the dignity again in their eyes, I, I tell you, it is something that It's hard, very hard and emotional to describe.
5: Well, Roy, you know, I'm aware from our association in the past that you have had tremendous local support uh, primarily as i recall from the mayor there in West Palm Beach and the uh, uh the other parts in the community tell us how has that impacted uh, uh the program at Stand Down House there to uh to keep things moving and and and, and be a service to our veterans community locally
6: uh, of course uh, um the mayor at that particular time um is now our congresswoman Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> she is all moving. right. Yes, she is moving up. But for the community to embrace a, a, a project, I think it is without without seeing is one of the most important parts, things to, to actually deal with. You can't isolate yourself, and you can't put yourself in a position where this is my baby, and I'm going to do this all, all alone. And if it takes a, a village to raise the, you know, the family, then, of course, the interaction with Amir and the, and how receptive she was, of course, her son was a captain in the in the military, so you know it was something right along the lines with her um, so the county and the city extended their arms, they put on many events for us, um, as well as our local congressmen. they have played a tremendous role when congressmen. Um, Kleins was there. He was definitely an advocate and still is an advocate of the veterans and he would definitely make everyone aware of what was taking place. Um also Colonel Allen West, he was also a veteran and he too um played a very important role in what we are doing here. Ted Deutsch, so all of our legislative personalities and our local commissioners and city city representative, all have embraced um, the Stand Down House and what we're doing.
5: Well, uh, uh, Roy, if you would uh, tell us uh, 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 how the types of programs that Stand Down House offers now uh, today and uh, how is that uh, helping our veterans who show up uh, in our need uh, and who are homeless?
6: Uh, originally, we started out with the male veteran, and primarily they were home. Uh, these are homeless veterans, substance abuse issues, and of course, mental health issues are, are definitely parallel to it. Um, in 2000, mostly they were Vietnam era veterans that were a part of it. Very few females. But what we were challenged with is is a group of veterans that had somewhat surrendered to being homeless. Um, They were very, very guarded about even approaching them in their camps and their tents and under the bridges, very reluctant, no trust of the government in any way, until they realized, okay, this is a safe haven, um, and it is for veterans only. And we began at that point in time to, to actually provide not only a sheltered service, but we were looking to provide the best possible service that we could offer. So we contracted our psychologists. We will... Uh, prepare all the meals. We had our chef to come in, prepare three meals a day for them, plus their snacks when needed. Transportation to and from the VA medical center. There were a tremendous amount of physical um, and medical issues that needed to be addressed, as well as the mental health issues. Uh, in-house services, we were connecting with AA meetings. We would connect them, which is critical to, to reintroduce them into the community. So a, a great deal of field trips were provided for them, baseball games, bowling, uh, things that they would normally not uh, actually want to participate in. Um, we had to also look at what are the needs of a of an individual that's been homeless for 15, 20, or 30 years. And they were... They, At this point in time, every one of the life skills that we see as a day-to-day, you know, action, making your bed, hygiene, um, preparing a balanced meal, just interacting with family, there were no need for these particular skills while you're living in a camp Mm -hmm. or under a bridge. So we had to reintroduce these individuals to life in and of itself just the basics that we that we just overlook each day
3: just Excuse piece. me, Roy? Roy, yes. can we just, we're going to take a quick break. It's one of those times right now. <laughs> I just want to mention to people that uh, last Friday I stopped at uh, one of the, one of the, uh, uh, local places here and I saw Brad's air. He's, he's, uh, he does a lot of our concerts and Linda, he did say hi to you. Oh, thank uh, so, you. so yes. Uh, and I just wanted to mention that there was somebody also I met there too and I'm still waiting for a phone call from you. So, Please give me a call. I'm Gary Ray, along with Linda, Bill, and our guests, Roy and Stephen. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back.
0: Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at TRN.
7: network.com and syndicated on iTunes. The American heroes network team depends entirely on voluntary financial support, advertisers and sponsorships to keep the voice of our veterans alive and bring awareness, education, excitement, and most importantly, hope to the gray reality that exists for the hundreds of thousands of troops that are home and coming home. You can now become part of the elite team and help support our veterans. Your support is needed more than ever before. Become part of the Silent Heroes support team today. The Silent Heroes support team levels start as low as $26 per year. That's only 50 cents a week. Go right now to AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and join today. That's AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Thank you for your support.
2: That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program.
3: Well, welcome back. We're here with Roy and Stephen from the Stand Down House. Uh, Roy, tell us about the veteran resources uh, that you have for families.
6: Oh, the, the Veteran Resource Center is, is actually post 9 uh, 11, we realized then we had many veterans' families that were also falling into distress here. Their mm-hmm. Family members, the their veteran was, our service member was deployed, and the family was here. So we actually partnered with our local, local National Guard, and we, from 90 days going out, when they became alerted in 90 days, we took on the, the responsibility of helping to secure that family and their financial assistance, the, the necessary things that needed to be grounded before that service member deployed, that he didn't carry the stresses that his family is going to be um, left in need. And we, can, we were supported them during their deployment and after their deployment to ensure that the reintegration again, that monies and situations along those lines would not continue to be the stresses upon their uh, return. Because at some point in time, doing that transition back from the National Guard and active federal, um, you know, on duty, that pay system tends to get all crossed up. And it could be up to 90 days before they receive their paycheck. We would then take on that family, and we would ensure that their rents are paid and and those particular needs are addressed. But our resource center then expanded to the general population, and now we are addressing the basic needs of our veterans of Palm Beach County at large. But this is Steve's specialty as he plays a a dynamic role in reconnecting these families and assisting them with aid. So if he could share with you um, what he does. Certainly, Steve.
1: Yeah. Um, well, as mentioned, I'm a graduate of Stand Down, so I've been through the the addiction and the homeless and unable to be employed, and just with all, I'm familiar with all the struggles, and so I can I do have that insight when the people come in, and we do an intake and we identify where they need assistance, what they need to do to increase their income or to aid them so that they can be self-sustaining in the future, so they don't have... We're just not putting a Band-Aid on the problem. We're helping them actually solve the problem and to take steps forward so that they're not... These things aren't just constantly coming up. We're trying to help them improve and better their lives and their outlook, and which turns around to support the community at large, and it's just a... It's just a glorious thing to ha- see happen when you do have the successes.
3: Oh, I bet. How long have you been with them, Stephen?
1: Uh, well, I actually, I checked into Stand Down House in April of 2011, mm-hmm. and I was there for a while. And, you know, we have a process you go through, and you you address your issues. You go into you, – uh, you become – start seeking employment. You get employment. You start sustaining yourself. You develop a, a saving pattern. And I, for myself, I also, they allowed me to go back into college, and then I started volunteering up here to give back to for what they have done for me because I can't do any, I could never pay back what I've been allowed to accomplish. And now I'm a full-time student, and after uh, volunteering here for about a year, They said, well, hey, you know, how about if you come to work for us? And I said, well, okay, I'll gladly do that. And um, now I'm a a part-time case manager. I'm here three days a week, and I do everything I can to assist and identify um, problems out there and in here.
4: Stephen, I bet your past experience allows you to speak to the intake group on a peer-to-peer level, that really resonates with them. Am I
1: right? Yes, yes. Because um, you know, I can, I can pretty much say, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I can relate to them without going into detail or revealing too much. You mm-hmm. know that I have been in that situation, and I do understand. And this is what we need to do to correct it. And they are more receptive to that instead of someone just standing there saying, "This is what you need to do," without any basis to stand to. To relate with them so that they realize that this is a process and it is something that can succeed. And they just take that much more at heart and much more willing to do what is necessary to be successful.
3: Excellent. Wow. What do you take? What kind of classes have you taken?
1: Um, well, I want to do work with people and I was a medic in the, in the Navy. I uh, spent my last year and a half with the Marines and I want to go back into the medical field, and I'm going to be seeking to become a radiation therapist because I've lost some close family members and friends to cancer, and I want to work with those people.
3: That's great. That's fantastic. So, when is graduation? You just starting school, or?
1: (laughs) Well, I'm going to have I walk away in December with my associate's degree. All right. Then um, I can apply for the special schooling, and then basically. It's 77 credit hours, well, another two years beyond that. So basically, I'm in, in for the long haul of four years.
3: That's phenomenal. <laughs> that's great. That's it great. will go quickly.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't tell time by weeks and months is when the next exam is due. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> they right. always come quicker than you're ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right.
5: Well, right. you know, that—that's that's, that's outstanding, and I, I can appreciate your... Uh, passion for the program, for the time that you've put in. And you might recall uh, 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 Colonel Charles Williams, who on this end in Maryland uh, ran the uh, Maryland Center for Education and Training, known by the acronym of MACVET. And uh, he was so passionate about that program, as you are, and he would always say that we, we wanted these residents, when they leave from here, to come in and and leave better. He says, you know, when I walk in a fast food place, he said, uh, I I don't want to see my people, uh, uh, if I see them in a fast food place, I'm hoping that they're there, uh, making an order or they're managing the place. He <laughs> wanted them to come in, be successful, and to be able to earn a living in a respectable way. Not to say that that's not the respectable way in the, uh, in the fast food business, but he had high hopes for them, as I'm sure that you have for the residents at Stand Down House.
6: A- absolutely. We are attempting to empower them for the long run. We you know in the whole process of addressing this, you, you must look at it holistically at the whole man and the individual so in the the variety of programs that we do have, we as Stephen was saying, we will be able to put them into an apartment in fact, over the last um year, we've actually placed over two hundred and fifty families into apartments. Mm. These could be um, families with, uh, you know, the full family structure, or a single male, a single female, in there. And and what I mean by that is we've actually put forward the first, the last, the security. Um, deposit, the utilities, everything that's needed to bring them out of a homeless position. But then there's much more that's needed. This is where the job placement comes in, where we have a job specialist who is going to actually do a a thorough assessment as to what are are their most popular strengths, as to how are we going to address this, this employment issue. Um, We're also going to have our wraparound services for counseling, where we're going to set up a specific case plan for each individual family and address those particular needs in order to continue to empower them. Because the end result is the pride and the dignity of a service member must be restored to that family. Mm -hmm. And we want them to walk with that dignity and with that pride, not one that feels defeated or rejected no, it, it's unacceptable and we will follow up with them for the next six months whatever it takes in order to get them there so it, it's addressing the whole needs of the family but then there's so much more that, that is needed um, that needs to be done um, the earning power of a service member is, is very low in fact, in this area, many of them have come from high school and really had no skill sets, and now they're transitioning back into the community, and they really don't know how to address it, the simple thing of how to conduct themselves in an interview, how to prepare for an interview. Uh, it, it, it is, it, it, it's, it's sad, but yet it, it's empowering for us to continue to meet those particular needs uh, of the service member.
5: That is outstanding, Roy, and uh, I I would like for you to talk about our women veterans and how uh, they have uh, uh, come into the program and the uh, successes that they've had uh, at your leadership there.
3: Well, why don't we come back from break and we'll start on that. We only have just about 30 seconds left before break time anyway. Is that okay? Is that fine? All right, good. We're going to take a quick break. American Heroes Water is the first of several consumer products that will be sold nationally to benefit the military or the Purple Heart. American Heroes Network and the military of the Purple Heart have entered into an exclusive product support agreement that will benefit many. We all look forward to welcoming American Heroes Water into commissaries, veteran service organizations, food service locations, as well as retail outlets throughout the U.S. Look for American Heroes Water, powered by the American Heroes Network on your local retailer shelves around July 4th, 2014. I'm Gary Ray, along with Linda, Bill, and our guests, Roy and Stephen. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back.
7: The American Heroes Network team depends entirely on voluntary financial support, advertisers, and sponsorships to keep the voice of our veterans alive and bring awareness, education, excitement, and most importantly, hope to the gray reality that exists for the hundreds of thousands of troops that are home and coming home. You can now become part of the elite team and help support our veterans. Your support is needed more than ever before. Become part of the Silent Heroes support team today. The Silent Heroes support team levels start as low as $26 per year. That's only 50 cents a week. Go right now to AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and join today. That's AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Thank you for your support.
2: That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program.
3: Welcome back. We're here with our guests, Roy and Steven uh, from the Stand Down House. And Roy, we just started talking about the female vet, uh, vets out there, which is uh, a growing uh, number, isn't it?
6: It, it? it most certainly is a growing number. And believe it, we are now looking at a population whereas the the women are closer to combat than ever before but then there is another villain that's out there and that is this sex rape on the military by the military and we are actually encountering many of these young ladies that are returning returning that have been raped in the military and they I simply have absolutely no trust for anyone. Very angry, very bitter um, with everyone because they felt, and I do, I have to concur that they weren't protected. As we, they went over to protect the country and support that country, they were not protected. But one of the saddest events that really continues to touch my heart is one of these young ladies that walked into our office. She had everything she owned in tow. She walked in and dropped it all on the floor in our lobby and began to cry. Because what she had encountered was so close to what she had experienced. It was heart renting. Where she transitioned down with a friend and he was allowing her to stay there until she could get on her feet. And, of course, things were difficult, and the only way that she could remain in the home with him was by sexual favor. Mm. And she refused to to step down as low as that. And she had seen one of our commercials or, or our billboards on the city buses where we say, if you need help, call this number, and she did just that. And she walked everything into this office that she had. By the end of the day, she was in an apartment, in a a hotel first, and we had her placed in in an apartment within the week. And she no longer had to deal with that particular issue. But the issues that she was challenged with from being active is an ongoing. And the women are being challenged with those. And many of them have um, kids that are along with them at this point in time. Many of the kids are impacted by the mother, as to their mental health instability. So we are not only able to assist them with those particular issues of housing, but child care. We can assist them with child care for six months. We can get that kid into a daycare where they need to be, learning how to interact with other kids their age. And the mother can begin to get the illness that's needed. Um, So... Our ladies or our female veterans and, and are definitely becoming more and more numerous in the areas. And because we can integrate them into apartments with the wraparound services, again, it, it's just overwhelmingly joyous to what we're doing here.
3: And the community involvement on this is probably open arms also, right? Or open arms.
6: You, you know, uh, when we attempted to address this issue um Originally, it was probably about four years ago, and mm-hmm. we actually opened up a small compound or apartments for our families or single-female veterans at that time. And for that three years that we had a lease on that property, we were overwhelmed. We could never meet the, the need of the, of the families, or the single females. We uh, again, as we transition from attempted to not house them in a localized, but now we can put them into an apartment throughout the community that they choose. Uh, it, it definitely expanded um, access to and for them outside. So each day more and more. But yes. as you, you know, the thing is it, it, here, everything is so expensive. To put a veteran in a wholesome, safe <clears throat> environment, they can't afford it.
3: Well, that brings up something, Roy. Um, how does this funding work for you? I mean, who pays what? I mean, where's this money coming from to help with these, uh, um, you know, these homeless
6: well, and the families? The Department of Veterans Affairs have definitely stepped up in many different ways. With the families, it's the SSVF the supported services for veterans families and the families we were awarded uh... two years ago a grant for nine hundred and sixty thousand dollars and this actually supports those that prevention and intervention phase is what is geared to not necessarily the homeless but prevention and intervention you will never end homelessness if you don't stop it at the front and the back it simply won't happen or address right. it at both ends it simply won't happen With the job placement, this is from the Department of Labor, where we received a $300,000 grant, and this is for our job specialists and our outreach teams to go out and address them and find those veterans in the community, make those contacts with those employers um, in order to, you know, to get these jobs that are high-paying jobs. I think our average now is $12.85, which is definitely... For higher than the minimum wages that we are averaging out with job placements um, income. It could be better, but it's definitely not the bottom of the, pole, of the totem pole. Um, with our male veterans at the stand down House, we have the granted per diem program, and we have transitional um, emergency shelter beds, which are per beds that actually address those needs, those particular needs. So, as well as the community, fundraisers are being done throughout the community. We have some of our most prominent um, housing communities like Wycliffe. You know, they are actually sponsoring many different activities. I was, um, Friends of Veterans, started a community. These are some of the affluent communities which are, have stepped in and said, we're going to do something, and we're going to participate. Of course, the county steps in. So, we are... Definitely a part of the community, and the community is a part of us. Um, of course, our Legionnaires, uh, our Vietnam veterans that are that are involved with us. This is what keeps it going. This keeps the engine moving.
5: Well, that's great to hear, Roy. Uh, uh, that uh, you're getting that kind of assistance. Through the VA and the in the U.S. Department of Labor, uh, you know some of the other programs that uh, we uh, are in contact with around the country, you know they 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 give us a different picture. I mean, from the standpoint of the bu- bu- bureaucracy and the red tape that's involved. And, you know, I, I think some way uh, uh, we can come together and work along with each other because the successes that you're having down there, I mean, whatever it is, if it's something, I mean, very small or even uh, 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 something that uh, takes a little bit more time, we need to be able to pass that information around because, as you mentioned, there's a lot of things that's got to be done to keep this homeless. Uh, uh, issue, uh, uh, under control, uh, especially now, uh, which, you know, gets into another phase. Uh, what we're looking at now is our returning men and women from Afghanistan and how that's going to impact. And I, I I'm sure you have probably beginning to see some of them now.
6: We most certainly are. Actually, we enrolled a young service member, veteran, and, and, he was only six months removed from active duty. This is six? six months. Wow. Well, actually,
4: they come home and it's not what they expected, and the family might not be there. It's I'm I'm not actually surprised by that. I'm surprised you don't get more.
6: They, they are they, Well, let's be let's be realistic. There have been a lot of news reporting about PTSD. Mm -hmm. And there are many misconceptions that are out there as to how dangerous they might be, how volatile they are. Agreed. That many of the employers really don't know, aren't educated, and they are unwilling to hire. Many will not go in uh, or put on their application that they are a veteran. Mm -hmm. They are still refusing to go to the VA because they don't want the label we have a young population that still they're young and they're invincible they have to make their mark as we all did in our day and and therefore they are simply refusing to move forward not engaging until they begin to actually crash and burn around them that mm-hmm. actually forces them in and and with Relating to that, we are part we have now established in Palm Beach County a veterans court which plays a pivotal role with these young service members because they are in the legal system and they are rapidly in the legal system and usually as some kind of domestic aggressive type behavior. And this court is established to not lock them up but to redirect them. Into the VAs for that needed assistance that's there, so their case could be open until they meet the requirements of the the guidelines of the agreement with the court. Meaning, you must attend the VA treatment, you must do the, you know this this array of different things to uh, to actually complete, and those charges will be no file or just thrown out which gives them such an added uh, um, advantage here. They won't have a felony record at 23 years old. Yeah. You know, so... The young ones, it's a new breed, and and addressing them is quite challenging because they are young, and they are invincible, and they are still looking to make their mark. And they're demanding. It is a new breed, and everyone in the nation is actually trying to adapt to how to cope with, how to meet their needs. Actually, it is becoming a struggle, and everyone is... It's, it's simply, you know, you try and experiment with this and you move forward and try something totally different. I think, I Dr. San Diego has opened up a new program and it's specifically, exclusively for the OIF, OEF, or this this era mm-hmm. because yes. there are so many things in common with them. Technology now, where an older veteran, he don't want... He's really not, you know, too interested in his a computer or something now. And so they are actually devising a program to, to see how are these needs going to be addressed.
3: That's that's great. We're going to take our last break here. Uh, are you a recipient of a Purple Heart? Do you live around the St. Petersburg, Florida area? State Commander Richard Hunt needs your help ASAP. So if you're a Purple Heart recipient, give him a call. His number is 407 579 6190. He needs your help, guys, and he is the state commander, so give him a call. I'm Gary Ray, along with Linda, Bill, and our guests, Roy and Stephen. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back.
2: Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
7: For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at The American Heroes Network team depends entirely on voluntary financial support, advertisers, and sponsorships to keep the voice of our veterans alive and bring awareness, education, excitement, and most importantly, hope to the gray reality that exists for the hundreds of thousands of troops that are home and coming home. You can now become part of the elite team and help support our veterans. Your support is needed more than ever before. Become part of the Silent Heroes support team today. The Silent Heroes support team levels start as low as $26 per year. That's only 50 cents a week. Go right now to AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and join today. That's AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Thank you for your support. Network.com and syndicated on itunes
2: stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts voice america.com you are tuned into american heroes network if you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program.
3: You know, well, welcome back. We're here with our guests, Roy and Stephen, from the Stand Down House. And, uh, Bill, you came up with a question during break. Why don't you go ahead and ask that? Yes, this is directed
5: to Steve. Steve, for the uh, veterans who are out uh, in the communities around the country that are homeless uh, at this point, what advice would you give them in terms of trying to change that situation around from your experience at Stand Down House?
1: Well, the the first thing is is you've got to get to the VA and get things set up to address what it is that's wrong. You've got to identify where your challenges are. And get with someone and that because all veterans have the ability to discuss with each other openly i mean i can I accept either any veteran comes up, so once you establish that connection and you you have to be have the ability to seek to help, and the v a is the first place to go they can direct you into any area that's needed to address whatever your immediate need is and just Take the step. It's scary. It's something you never want to do, but it's something that you just know it's it's time to do because you're just you can't go on. That's uh, basically it. And I just and I just give them my story, tell them what it's about, tell them the what can accomplish, how life just is beyond your wildest dreams. Because stepping from the service, you always carry a little bit of something with you that never leaves. Uh, good and bad, and it just life is more than than I could ever have imagined. It's greater, uh, and the ability to reach out and to help others is the greatest gift that you can get. And once you get to that situation, uh, the world opens. I, I just, what- don't know what else, how else to put it.
3: <laughs> Roy,
4: I've got a question for you, and I'll make this brief because I know we have only a little time. You mentioned that the veteran has to reach out for the help. I think we all know in many cases there are veterans who do not have that strength or wherewithal to make that call themselves. Can a family member make that call to initiate the VA's help?
6: Yes, a family a family member can initiate that help. Um, okay. In fact, they do play a a, a critical role. The family member is actually going to be the first one to experience, even though the the service member or the veteran isn't going to identify with it. Exactly. In many cases, the family will make a contact and say, how can you intervene here? My husband's been in a garage for three days, five Mm -hmm. days, and so now we're going to send out our outreach team, which are veterans that definitely can relate to. And this is the connecting bond here.
3: That's veteran. what
4: I wanted to hear. Perfect. Yes. Thank you for sharing that.
3: All right, Roy, what's the address? What's the uh, URL of your website where people can go and uh, help donate?
6: We are at www. standdown1d. s t a n d o w n. dot
3: g. All right. All right. And, again, it's important because uh, all the costs are not covered. Um, You do have some funding coming in from uh, uh, places, but you still have a cost out of pocket for each uh, per diem. Is that correct?
6: Absolutely. There is a cost associated with it. So donations are always... The government is very good with participating, but it's never enough to fully get the job done.
3: Mm -hmm. Right. well, you have a, you have uh, the advantage there, too, with your community. The community that has open arms like that is... Um, you hear a lot about communities that don't have those open arms, and that's the sad part. It,
6: it, it most certainly is. But you cultivate relationships. Mm-hmm. You, you can't get hung up on the bureaucracy if you know what the mission is. I, so I really don't have the time to to, to get hung up on how the VA, the department, how they operate, then I lose the focus. So I can, we can always continue to go to baby.
3: Um. That's true. That's true. And as far as uh, the families, let's say the, uh, the young uh, female veterans with, uh, with uh, children, okay, do they all share the same facility? The sing- not, I'm not talking about the male. I'm talking about the single, the single veteran uh, female and the families. Uh, With the children.
6: Actually, they are going to be placed in their own individual apartment. Oh. They can choose this apartment anywhere in the community themselves.
3: That's pretty good.
6: Right. Not community living anymore. Not Uh individual. This is where you will live. But, you know, there is something that we have um, coming up, and that is we are now in contract to build over 100 units for veterans only, the Village of Valor, where at this point in time with those units, we can provide all the necessary amenities, um, low-cost housing that the service member or the veterans going to need um, in this community. So this is the project that's on the ground floor, case management going in, and this is where we're going to need the support of everyone um, to, to participate and embrace this or we're going to have them in subpar living in drug-infested areas, um, high-crime areas. And, and again, there are certain things that are unacceptable, and that is
3: unacceptable to me. That's true. Well, we only have a little more than two minutes left, and Roy and Stephen want to thank you for being on our show today. It was great. Uh, Roy, what would you like to share with our listeners in closing?
6: When you see a service member or you see a veteran on a corner, sometimes it might not be the dollar that's needed. It just might be the love of one appreciating what they have offered and done for you. Makes a significant role in that life. It impacts them greatly. And it just could be the spark to say, life do have something to offer. And I think I will seek that out at my nearest VA or at my nearest American Legion post.
3: All right, all right. Stephen?
1: Yes, I've appreciated. I've enjoyed the time we've had, and a veteran. Just, I tell you honestly, sometimes I've been uncomfortable when people tell me thank you, but it does mean a lot because I just don't know how to respond. To it. It was just something that I felt the need and the desire to do. Was it done for a
3: thanks? But a thank right. you does go a long way. All right, that's great, Linda. Yeah.
4: It's always good to hear about programs that are addressing the very real needs of our returning veterans or those who have been, I'll put it, neglected for so many years. So thank you for sharing this program with us.
3: And Bill?
5: Roy and Stephen, thank you very much for your service and the things that you do. And what you're doing down there, one program cannot cover so we certainly hope that you will accept an invitation
3: in the future to come back and be with us again. That's right, all right. Today's show has been brought to you by First Class Merchant Services. If you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. And remember, the American Heroes Network spotlights and promotes the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any device. I'm Gary Ray, along with Linda and Bill, signing off, and thanks for listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America and the Variety Channel, and have a terrific week. Say goodbye, everyone.
6: Goodbye. goodbye. Bye. been a pleasure.
2: Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray and his co-host, Linda Crater, again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are
1: America and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation. Thanks to you, we're living free. We're a quilt of man. We breathe red, white, and blue. We're America, your country. And America wants you. America wants you. America wants
0: you.